Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 47, and this is actually the beginning of a multi-part series. This is going to be a three-part series, and um, the title of that, the title of the series is going to be A Beginner's Guide to Fitness. Basically, I have, in a way, pulled a lot of the people who have listened to the podcast and a lot of people who have reached out to me and kind of gotten an idea of where they're at in their fitness. Okay, it's a relatively new podcast. I'm trying some different tactics and some different things to reach people. And what I've found is that the people I'm reaching and the people who are most interested in the content are relatively new to fitness. Now, they may have been athletic in high school, and now they're in their 30s, or maybe they were like, you know, kind of fit in in high school or college or whatever, but things have changed. And they've taken a new interest and a new perspective and are quite frankly, taking a new approach to fitness now that they are a little bit uh, further along in life. Or even for some of the younger people who listen to the podcast, maybe they just are new to fitness in general, like they've never really spent time in their life, um, like studying fitness or nutrition or looking or researching it or trying things or like going to the gym or whatever. So they're brand new to fitness relatively. And then also there are some people listening to the podcast who are just looking for ways to fill up their brain with some information on strategies and what it takes to actually go through a transformation. Okay. They are the type of people who need to go through a transformation of some sort of magnitude, whether that's a big transformation, like a massive one of tons and tons of weight, hundred pounds, whatever, or people who just need like a 20 pound, I still call them a transformation. But anyway, this is going to be a multi-part series on uh, a beginner's guide to fitness. Okay. So it's, it's a multi-part. It's probably gonna be a three-part series. And this first episode, I know this is going to be airing on a Tuesday, which is typically a body or physical uh, centric based podcast. All right. So it's like usually uh, food, nutrition, or it's some sort of workout thing or training, right? Something physical. Uh, but the way this, this, three-part series is structured, it actually begins with the thing that is most important, in my opinion, the thing I always coach first, the thing I always teach first, the thing I always talk about first when I'm talking to either a client or someone who might become a client, like a prospective client, or even someone's just asking me questions who's new to fitness. This is the first thing I always talk about. It's the most important thing. In fact, um, I'm going to be giving some trainings coming up here soon, live, on Facebook Live. And um, the first thing that I will be discussing in those trainings is this piece. Okay. And this piece is creating the right mindset for fitness. Okay. So if you are listening and you are hoping that this beginner's guide to fitness is going to start with the best way to do a deadlift, or should I do resistance training versus cardio or something like that? 
I just want to let you know that we are going to get into all that stuff. Okay. That's going to be a huge part of this three part series. Okay. That's the actual tangible things like the physical stuff, the practical stuff that I can do right this second, you know, in the gym to move forward to try and get some results. But here's the thing that is not the most important piece. Yes, I understand you can't get fit unless you actually go to the gym or whatever and go through the motions of moving your body in order to get fit. I understand that. The problem is all of that is usually for nothing if the strategy is not right and if the mindset is not right. Okay, so today in this episode, episode 47, I'm going to go over five things. These are five key things that that are they, they make up having the right mindset. They, they are the makeup. They are the think of them as pillars that hold up that mindset. Okay. The mindset is the thing you need to build. You need to construct it and you need to like foster all of the right pieces of that, all the right components. And then what holds that mindset in place are these five things that I'm about to talk about. Okay. So I'm just going to jump right in. And again, if you're new to fitness, you're going to get a ton of value out of this. You might even want to grab a notebook and, and take notes or, or be prepared to potentially listen to this a second time because there is going to be a lot here. And um, just so you know, these these five things I'm about to talk about, these are things that I teach to clients. These are things that I coach clients with. And I'm talking about paying clients. Okay. These are the things that I coach to them right away, right when we get started. This is the first stuff we talk about. Now, obviously a client, a paying client, we go way further in depth with. Okay on all five of these things. We go way further in depth. We analyze them. We make sure make sure they're all perfect because I'm there with them. So it's a lot more one-on-one. It's customization, right? But these are the things that we start talking about right away. These are the things that we get um, addressed as, as a unit between me and the client, the client and I. These are the things that we get addressed right away so that we have a true uh, goal in mind together. Now, the first one is just that. Okay. Number one, this is the goal. This is the goal. Now, why is that the first thing? And what does it have to do with the mindset? And here's the thing. If you've ever listened to the podcast, you know that I talk about strategy. Strategy is built around a goal. So you have to have a goal in place. And once you have that goal in place, you can build your micro steps, your strategy, your blueprint, whatever your map to get to that goal. You know where you need to go. Now you just kind of incrementally work your way backwards and put these little steps in place in order to get there. That makes sense to most people when I talk to them. But when it comes to the mindset, you can't have a mindset for fitness if you don't have a goal in mind. You can't. You can't just do it. Now you might think that because you like working out and you like the idea of being fit, whatever that means, that you have a mindset for fitness and you have a goal in mind. Your goal is to quote unquote, get fit or your goal is to look good or whatever. The problem is it's not specific enough. So when I say the goal, what I'm really talking about is the specific goal. So taking the goal that you do have, whatever it is and getting as specific as possible. And I mean specific. Okay. I can give you an example for me when I was obese, when I was overweight, I was about 245 pounds and, um, you know, I was knocking on the door of 250. I knew I wanted to lose weight. And so I teetered around with a couple different numbers. I threw a few numbers out there. Uh, at, at one point, I wanted to weigh one, 100, uh, 180 pounds. I wanted to weigh 180. And then at, a, at one point, I wanted to weigh 170. And um, when I finally decided that I wanted to weigh 180, that was going to be the goal. That was basically phase one. And then I added to that. And every time I added detail to it, I worked harder. 
not because I changed anything at the gym or I changed anything in the kitchen. It's I, it's because I worked harder because my goal became something I could visualize to the finest detail. Okay. So not only was I 180 pounds in this vision, but I was, um, I was going from a 42 inch, approximately 42 inch waist down to a 34 inch waist, something I hadn't experienced in a long time. So I envisioned in my drawer, right? My dresser drawer, my bureau, whatever, or hanging up in my closet. I envisioned all my pants, all my jeans, all my shorts, 34 inch waist. Okay. I could see the tag in my mind, 34 inch waist, all of my shirts. I was wearing XL in some cases two XL. And in my mind, I was visualizing large shirts, something I hadn't experienced in probably close to a decade. Okay. Um, my, so my boxers, I think my boxers were XL at the time, or maybe two XL. I don't even know. So the boxers don't come in numeric sizes. I wear boxers as underwear. And instead of coming in like, you know, a 34 or a 38 or 40 inch they don't, they don't do that. They, they come in small, medium, large, extra large, whatever. So I think I was two XL at the time. And I was visualizing myself wearing large boxers might seem insignificant to you. Okay. But the thing is when you have that level of detail, it becomes something you start believing right? So not only that, on the physique side, I started visualizing very specific things about my physique. I started visualizing my collarbone being visible, right? Being able to see my collarbone, being able to distinguish my collarbone from the rest of my neck area. Because at the time I had a lot of neck fat and I hated it. I was self-conscious about it, right? Might seem insignificant. doesn't matter. This is, this is personal to me. And I could visualize in my mind's eye, my collarbone. I could visualize. So if you're a guy, this is probably something that you resonate with more than, than females, just based on, you know, historic conversations. But, uh, there's a, there's a vein that goes down the middle of your bicep and it's called the cephalic artery. It's actually not a vein. It's an artery, which means it pumps blood from the heart out into your arm. Anyway, guys who are in really good shape, guys who have a lot of muscle mass on their arms and low body fat, they can see that vein. Okay they can see that artery. And for some reason, <laughs> I don't think girls care at all, but guys, a lot of guys think that that's really, it's a desirable trait. So it's something they go after. So of course me, when I was at my, my peak, right? Um, uh, peak being my heaviest, right? And my worst possible, uh, place up to that point in my life. One of the things that I specifically identified in my mind's eye was having a visible cephalic artery. That was important to me. That was important to me. Think about that you know, and judge it however you want, I guess. But that's, I can tell you right now, a lot of guys think that that's like some sort of metric, right? So it's a metric of being fit. And it kind of is because if you have low enough body fat and enough muscle mass in your arms, you will have a visible cephalic artery. And the more vascularity you have, just the more muscle bound typically you are. So it was a desirable trait. So these are the things, guys, these are very specific traits I had in my mind. Okay. There was a lot more, by the way, but those are very specific traits. So if you're a woman, a lot of the things that um, female clients talk to me about is having um, what they always refer to as toned uh, backsides of their arms, right? So the underside of their arm, basically, you know, um, kind of near their, their armpit, like the back of the arm instead of instead of on the bicep and the other side. Now there is there's a there's a muscle group there. It's called the triceps. You may or may not know what that is. Uh, but a lot of women like the idea of having um, arms that aren't like jacked and aren't really, really muscular, but having like tight and toned 
arms in the back there, the backside of their arms. Um, another thing, like girls like to grow a booty. Okay. It's just common. Girls like to have a butt. A lot of girls, not all girls, sure, but a lot of girls I talk to, especially in fitness, one of their goals, one of their objectives is they want to have a butt. So they want to build a butt. They want it to be muscular. They want it to be, um, have some volume, right? A lot of girls who are, who want this kind of thing typically don't have like a lot of mass going on back there, right? They might have like a flat butt or whatever, but that's one of the things that they visualize in their mind that they want. Okay. You can't judge a person for their goal because it's their goal, right? So anyway, this is a common goal that I see a lot and there's a lot more out there, right? There's everyone has their own goals, but after a while you start to hear a lot of repeat. You you start to hear a lot of commonality uh, from person to person to person, which is not a bad thing. It's just, you know, people have goals and, and a lot of times there is a lot of crossover, a lot of overlap, but it doesn't matter either way. The thing to remember is you have to get specific. And actually I applaud people who have very, very, very specific goals, like extremely specific goals, because that is the thing that's going to allow them to actually be successful. Okay. So that's definitely number one. Number two, the reason. Okay. The reason this is something I also ask every single person who I talk to about fitness is what's the reason? Why do you want that? Why do you want uh, if you're a guy, why do you, or even a woman, but why do you want that visible cephalic artery? Why do you want to be vascular? Why do you, if you're a girl, why do you want to build a butt? Why do you want like uh, a six pack? Why, why are these things important to you? And the more you dig, the more you ask yourself these, th- these things, the more you will reveal about yourself to yourself. So I want these things because I want to attract a mate. I want to attract, um, uh, like uh, more business because I'm a model. I don't know. I want to feel more confident when I walk into a room. I want to love the way I look because I want to feel better about my appearance. I want to look better for my husband or my wife. Or I want to set a, be- set a better example for my child. Or I want to set a better example for my family. I want to be more influential. Therefore, by me achieving a better body, that allows me to build influence. It allows me to build confidence, right? You need to figure out your why. What's the reason? What's the the benefit that you're going to get out of this? Okay. Which leads me into my next point. Number three. Okay. Um, the benefit it's, it's what I just talked about. It's the benefit. What would be better if I achieved that thing? So in the reason, in the last one, you know, you had the reason and that's like, you know, I want and I'm going to talk about the difference here. I want a six pack. Okay. That's your goal. The reason I want a six pack is because I want to feel better about my body when I'm at the beach. Okay. So now the next phase of that is let's keep digging. What is the benefit of feeling better about your new six pack while you're at the beach? Well, the benefit is I could potentially attract uh, a, a, a mate, right? Or someone, a, a, a male or female, whatever to come talk to me. If you're a dude, right. And you, you want to, you want to get girls, right. You feel like you are out of shape and whatever, and you want to have a six pack. So you, you work your ass off, you get that six pack or you want to get that six pack because you want to be able to go to the beach. And when you go to the beach, you want to be able to take your shirt off and have a six pack and feel good about it. Right. The benefit of that, the benefit of being able to do all of that is you might be able to draw the attention of a girl or multiple girls or whatever, or guys, if you're into that, but you'll be able to draw the attention of other people. And once you draw the attention of other people, if you keep digging down this hole, right? Benefit, that's benefit one. Benefit two is 
that might manifest itself. Uh, it might manifest it, uh, into uh, a conversation. Okay. Just because you're attracting people doesn't mean you're going to talk to them or they're going to talk to you, but that might turn into a conversation. That conversation, the benefit of having that conversation is you might begin to become romantically involved with that person. And the benefit of that is, you know, you can see how this goes, right? The benefit of that is you could develop a relationship with this person. That relationship could turn, turn into something long-term or short, short-term. It doesn't matter. But like that is the point of this whole exercise. You start with a goal. The goal turns into something that you find a reason for having in the first place. And then once you have the reason, you ask what's the benefit of having that goal and the reason for having that goal. Okay. Those are like the three, they're basically all like tied together, those first three things, but they are, they are separate. They're separate items. I hope you can see that. Okay. They're separate items. They're so incredibly important. And the next two things we're going to talk about here, the next two pillars that hold up this mindset building piece of the beginner's guide to fitness are ways to extract all of that. Okay. So I'm just going to real quickly recap those first three because I really need you to drive those in hard. Okay. Especially if you're brand new and you're trying to figure out how do I get the right mindset for fitness? It starts with the goal. You have to have a goal and that goal has to be incredibly specific. Get as specific as you can. Grab a piece of paper, write down the goal, write down every single little detail about that goal. All right. I have more stories on that too, by the way, that are, they're so powerful. And honestly, I've gotten to this point where I write down my goals and I get very specific about it and I write them down in a way that I actually like, there's a way to it. There's a method to it that I, I coach to people and train to people that it almost makes it, it almost, almost turns it into like a guaranteed thing. I mean, not quite like there's obviously some semantics to it, but it almost turns you into a goal achieving machine the way that I like practice it now. <laughs> I know how that sounds but I'm serious. But either way, anyway, so starts with the goal. You have to have that goal first and you have to be as specific as possible. Once you have that goal, number two is figuring out the reason. Okay. Figuring out the reason. Why do you want that goal? Why that goal specifically? What about the goal and the specifics that you pointed out about that goal? What about those are attracting to you? Why do you want those? Okay. Number three here, this is, this is part three or whatever of these first three items, these core pieces, is the benefit. What is the benefit of achieving that goal? Okay, what is the benefit? You have the goal, you have a reason for the goal, but what's the true benefit that you get out of it? What's the output? What's the byproduct? Okay, so really have those things dialed in. Really think about those. Write them down if you have to and try to get as specific on those as possible. Okay, that is always going to be step number one. Step number one is not to run off into the gym and start doing curls. Step number one is to think about these things first. Um, Okay, so number four, this is, we're kind of moving on now uh, beyond those, the reason, rationale, benefit package there, we're moving on. And this is, uh, this is what I, what I practice every single day and what I teach every single day to, to people to do in their daily lives in order to achieve those things, those first three things. Okay. So this is number four, right? Visualization kind of talked about this a little bit 
um, but I want to take it to a new level. Visualization. Why is visualization important? Important. What am I even talking about? Visualization is when you have your goal, you have the reason, you have all the benefits, you have all of that outlined. Now you are imagining your life in those things. Now, if you actually, I posted a video about on Facebook recently about this because I've found that when I talk about this and when I, when I, when I have people's attention and they stop for one second and think about this and they actually visualize something for a minute, it tends to change the way that they even perceive fitness and their physical health and all that. But visualization, imagine yourself with those results. Okay. I'm going to paint a picture real quick. If you're a female, you're currently 40 pounds overweight. You're currently in a, and I don't know female sizes all that well, so bear with me, but let's say you're a size 12. Okay. You want to be a size three, I guess. And, um, you know, you, you, you thought about that number. You thought about the reason why you want that number. Okay. The reason is, so you want to lose 40 pounds because you want to be a three. You want to be a size three. That's your reason. The benefit of that is you will feel so amazing when you go out with your friends. And when you feel so amazing, when you go out with your friends, it will make you more confident to potentially talk to a guy. It'll make you potentially more confident to engage in conversation with that person and have that potentially turn into a romantic relationship, right? Um, Also, it'll make you more confident when you go to work. It'll make you more confident when you head into the office and you confront all these people on a daily basis that normally you see as like, you know, equals or whatever, or maybe it's a little competitive in your office, but this time it'll make you more confident in how you speak to them and it'll make you project yourself in a way that means I'm here to actually dominate, not just compete with you. I'm here to dominate. I'm here to win. All right. I'm here to rise up. That is the benefit in this case for this person. Okay. So this person, this woman, she's, she would be visualizing all of these things in fine detail, the color of the dress that she wears, the size three dress when she goes out. Okay. What the Uber looks like that she gets into when she's going out with her friends, maybe what the driver looks like of that Uber, the exact street that they go to in the city, what the, the venue is that they go to. Maybe they're going out to dinner. All right. So what that restaurant looks like, what meal she orders when she goes out, when she's, she's now this size three wearing some dress. There's a size three dress and she's 40 pounds lighter than she was when she started. She goes out She's visualizing all this. She goes to a restaurant. She sees herself sitting at that table as a size three in that dress, 40 pounds lighter, and she orders whatever she orders for dinner. And she's out with her friend. She's having the best time. And she talks to somebody at the bar in between uh, bands playing or something. I don't know. And she visualizes all of that and sees all of it. And then the next day, She's visualizing herself going into work. She's visualizing herself talking to a room full of people that she always talks to, but this time it's different. She visualizes herself grabbing more attention from them. She visualizes herself commanding through her confidence and through her self-belief, commanding their attention, commanding their, their full presence. 
And she's doing all this through visualization. She's seeing all of this as if it's already happened. Okay, that is how detailed this visualization should be. And guys, you wouldn't believe how powerful this is. When you envision a scenario like that to that level of detail, it becomes something that your mind starts to believe. So your mind is not this like weird robotic thing that just kind of moves linearly through time, right? And it only reacts to what it sees. You can manipulate your brain into visualization, into seeing things, right? We have an imagination. We have the ability to do that. And when you do that, your brain starts to believe your brain doesn't know the difference. Your brain doesn't know the difference. If you start to visualize something and, and see it in your mind's eye, all the colors, all of the people involved, all of the, the details, whatever it is, your mind can start to believe it, right? And when it starts to believe it, naturally, subconsciously, you start to act towards it, whether you want to or not. If you visualize something hard enough, long enough, you will, and for long enough, you will start to act towards it. You will start to move in that direction, okay? So one of the exercises that I always have clients do is journal. And the reason I have them journal is because it forces them to write out their visualization. It forces them to put it to paper because they're spending time putting it to paper every single day, twice a day. It never leaves their brain. It never leaves their mind. You can't write something on paper with a pen like multiple times a day every single day for an extended period of time and do that without knowing you're doing it. You can't do that mindlessly. Like, yeah, you can try to do it mindlessly, but it's going to stick in your brain whether you want it to or not. So visualization is number four, and that is so key. And then this leads ultimately to number five. Okay. This is acceptance. Okay. Knowing you can get those results. So let me backpedal here a little bit. You set a goal in the beginning. You identified a reason for wanting that goal. You identified benefits that would your, your ways that your life would be better, ways that your life would benefit from having that goal be met. Okay. You have visualized in super deep detail what it would be like to achieve that goal, to have that goal as if it was already here. You visualize down to the deepest detail what that would be like, what that would feel like, how you would feel if you achieve that goal, how your body would feel, how much confidence you would have, how light on your feet you would feel if you were of a certain weight and all, all, of, the, all of the benefits, all, right? all the health benefits, all the mental mindset benefits, all the self-belief benefits, all of it. Okay, now it's time to accept it accept it as reality, knowing that you can get these results, not knowing that, yeah, it would be possible if no, knowing that you can get those results. Okay. You deserve those results. You can, you can, you deserve the opportunity to get those results. You are in total control of getting those results. And if you have that goal identified so specifically and the reason and the benefit, and you visualized it, why not get those results? Why not get them? You need to accept them into your life, accept them as reality, accept them as something that you not only could achieve, but will achieve, right? That's something that I, I am like ridiculously firm on when I talk about it with like clients and potential clients is because 
a lot of times people don't think they can do it. So I'm going to tell you another quick story about me. When I was overweight, when I was obese and I really wanted to lose weight, I just wanted to lose weight right in the beginning. I just wanted to lose weight and then it turned into a goal and then that goal became a reason and then that reason became a benefit. But one of the things that I finally did, one of the things I finally changed about myself and my belief system is that I accepted that I can get these results. It's not a matter of if anymore. It's just knowing, yes, I'm accepting it. I'm accepting it as if it was a gift. I'm accepting it. Yeah, I can get these results. Yeah, I'm going to get these results. Yes, I'm going to lose this weight. Yes, I'm going to lose 80 pounds. Not if, not hopefully I can do it. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Yes, I can get these results. Yes, I can lose this weight. Yes, I'm going to lose 80 pounds. Knowing like true belief in myself that I can get these 80 pounds and you need to be able to believe in yourself that you can do that goal. You need to be able to believe that it is something that you can accept, right? You can accept it. You can take it and that's it. That's it. That is what it takes to have the mindset to be successful in fitness and you have total control over it and guess what? All of this, all of this costs nothing. All of this is all internal. This is all you. So I'm going to go over these five things again because I need to recap them anyway, but you need to hear them again because I think the more that you hear them, the more that they will become ingrained in your mind. They'll become ingrained in the way that you do things and the way you operate. So number one, you need to have a goal and that goal needs to be as specific as possible, right? If it takes you five pages of paper to write out that goal because of the level of detail you have, Good. That's great. More people should have that much detail. Number two, you need to identify the reason for having that specific goal. The reason for having that specific goal. I don't know is not a reason. Okay. Number three, you need to identify the benefits, the ways your life would benefit from having that goal be achieved. Okay, the benefits of having that goal be achieved. Number four, visualization. Okay, this is a deep inward visualization of your life post achieving that goal. What it would be like after you achieve that goal. Visualize your life. Visualize a day in the life of you with that goal having been achieved. Okay, and num- number five is full on acceptance of the goal that you have in place and all that comes with it. And knowing that you can get those results, not if, not maybe, not hopefully, but knowing that, yes, I can get these results. I'm going to get these results. And that's it, guys. That is literally the mindset blueprint to becoming successful at fitness. This is the exact blueprint I teach. This is the exact blueprint I coach. This is the exact blueprint I I operate by. This is the exact blueprint that I went through my transformation with. Now you have it. Now, what you do with it is entirely up to you. You have a lot of options. You can pick and choose. A lot of people end up picking and choosing things off this list, right? They love jumping right into visualization. Everybody loves jumping into visualization. It's like, what would I do if I won the lottery? $150 million. That's fun to visualize. But you know what? When it comes to stuff that's real, stuff that's practical, stuff that you are in control of and stuff that you could start implementing on right this second, like fitness, for example, if you follow this five step 
little package I just delivered to you, this five step plan to building the right mindset to fitness, your chances of failure are extremely low, extremely low, because from here, you know what comes next, right? From here comes nutrition. From here comes training, exercise, all the basic stuff, the stuff that is like physical, the stuff you touch, the stuff you eat. That's that stuff is not what makes people successful in fitness. Okay. What makes people successful in fitness is having the right mindset. And then obviously everything we talked about today, all the way down to acceptance. When things become no longer hopefully and no longer if and no longer potentially and no longer maybe, but they become absolute and they become certain, that's when people achieve success. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode, guys. If you did get value out of this, please leave me a review in iTunes and also share this with a like minded friend. I know you have one. Everybody seems to have at least one. Share this with them. And have them listen to the words, have them embrace, try to embrace these five pillars that hold up what I believe to be the most important piece of being successful in fitness, which is having the right mindset. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Stay tuned. There will be a like a serial release of these episodes. So there's going to be three in a row. And I believe this one will be airing on a Tuesday. So the next one will be the following Thursday. And then the third one to wrap it all up will be the Tuesday after that. So thank you guys so much one more time. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Don't forget to train with purpose. Take care.